Yeah, the number one thing I smell right now is pot. I hate flipping out radio. It's like everybody is smoking a joint now, you know? Um, uh, you know, everybody has a joint. Perfectly legal. Interesting uh, radio. Interesting podcasting. Audio mark. <laughs> the presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Heavens and welcome into the most American podcast ever created. I am James Flippin. I'm going to move my microphone so that I'm kind of like not blocking the camera feed right now. That should be good. I look good? I think you look great. That's the most important thing. I'm most concerned with how Evan looks, of course. And uh, (laughs) as anybody would be, uh, this is the most American podcast ever created. My name is James Flippin. And uh, we're so happy you could join us here on Flippin Out Radio, part of the Radio Misfits podcast network. Coming at you live from Bloomfield, New Jersey, and new studio setup, as we often do have a new studio setup. It feels like we change it every time. And there's a reason for that. I find that it's difficult to sit people with regards to like the video feed that everybody has to worry about now. Like the video feed is a big deal for uh, dry mouth, excuse me. The video, <laughs> the video feed is like a big deal for podcasts these days. So uh, even though I don't know how many people watch the video, I don't know how many people just consume the audio product. I'm not even sure if there's a significant difference between the two, but I do feel the pressure to have the video. So that's why the new studio setup. I apologize if the audio is a little echoey, that kind of stuff. Hopefully in post-production, it'll get worked out. And we're we in a lot. beautiful uh, dining room. The way. setting looks very nice. It's just, how does it sound? I'm an, I'm an audiophile, so I worry about that. But listen, in terms of what you're gonna hear on that audio, Regardless of quality, lots of controversial topics, <laughs> lots of stuff that's going to make you say, oh, I'm surprised that he said that, or I'm surprised that they said it that way, or perhaps it's going to get your ire up. Perhaps mm. your dander is going to get in a tussle mm. because you don't like what we have to say. Anytime I'm on, every comment I say is something someone That's absolutely like. very true. <laughs> and of course, one of the things that we always like to do, and that's one of the main reasons, by the way, that my husband, Chris is not on the podcast today, is that he, um, first of all, he doesn't necessarily like to come on that often anyway, but I've been working on trying to get him on, especially when Evan and Jada are here, because we're friends, it's a chance to kind of like hang out and then also do a podcast, all that kind of stuff, and in this sense, um, you got to enjoy that opportunity to do stuff like that, but Chris is out running some errands because he said, you know what? With the type of topics you're doing today, I'm good. <laughs> and so I would just like to do this. Evan and I have done this from time to time. We just like to apologize. In advance. We're just going to go ahead and apologize, preemptively apologize, uh, as there's lots of controversial topics we're getting into today. One of them being something that involves Evan and I's hometown. Oh, yeah. Believe it or oh, not. yeah. That's right. Book bans, or lack thereof, in Glen Ridge, New Jersey. And... Depending on time and depending on if she's feeling it, we may get a story from Jada. Oh, yeah. She's here in studio. She's kind of just hanging out right now, but she may have a story to tell. We're going to give her that two minutes. She's going to take it. I mean, she story. has a story to tell. It's whether or not she wants to tell it. I, I think, think she wants to. a way to say it. But she's, she's, gonna... she's looking great. She's, she's, she's bubbly. She's excited. Beautiful. She may well want to come on microphone and camera and tell us the story. So we'll see. Uh, first of all, a couple updates from last time. One, I'll do quickly, and then I'm going to kick it over to Evan because he's got something that he wants to discuss from last time. Um, we talked about shaving last time, which, by the way, I haven't shaved the last two days because Friday is casual Friday, so I kind of treated uh, myself and did not shave. I like it. And I did not yet shave today, so um, I haven't, haven't shaved. But there's a downside to shaving, I've discovered, and that's that if you have any protruding nose hairs as a man, mm-hmm. it's a lot more noticeable. In fact, it's noticeable when you don't have any kind of a mustache or, yeah. you know. See, if you have a mustache, it's kind of like all just a nebulous hair situation that's yeah. going on, and it can get lost. You don't necessarily know as much. 
But if you're if you're tightly shaven and, and kind of cropped on the face, then that nose hair is sticking out like a sore thumb. So this happened to you or you noticed it with someone else? Uh, not so much with me in the sense that like when I went to the bathroom, I was washing my hands, looking in the bathroom and I saw like kind of the development of it. I, I tend to <laughs> I tend to, to trim. I use the little electric buzzer Ooh. and just kind of get up in there very, very, very gently. I don't want to mess around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like all that. But um, I just find that it's a little bit uncomfortable if you don't kind of do that. So I did see where there was the development and I said, hmm, you know, I don't think I would have noticed that mm. if, if for the fact that I had a mustache. So there are some downsides or maybe it's an upside because I'm noticing it sooner. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, because if you're not noticing it, then you're walking around with like a friggin' yeah. tree hanging out of your nose. Yeah. So anyway, we've got a lot more to get into. Uh, including Chris's anger at me for a specific reason oh, no. on, a, on a specific instance oh. that I I object to. So we're going to talk about that. All right, we'll take sides too if you want. Okay, good. Um, we've also got a woman singing on the subway and how I dealt with that. Mm. Some more random musings from uh, topics involving New York City. But let's kick it over to Evan for something that he wanted to discuss regarding the last show that we did? Yeah, yeah. It's it's not even regarding the actual show. I found the show to be really entertaining. We okay. had the walrus, the resident walrus on. Yep, it was Fantastic. Great, Fantastic. great to have him here. Yep, yeah, it was absolutely. really nice. And, um, he I was, was invited in, back for today's episode, as a matter of fact, but he's busy. So. He's in Atlantic City gambling his life away. So hopefully he'll be alive by the time we do the next episode and maybe he'll be welcome again. Do you, ju- do you negatively judge him for no. gambling? No, I got. I mean, I, I don't personally do a lot of gambling, but I love, he likes blackjack as his game. He also likes a little poker. I love poker in the sense that I love watching it play a little uh, against the you know AI on uh-huh. my phone, but right. I have never really sat down in a cash game, which would be great to do one day. I, I would like to invite you to a game I host sometime as well. Oh. It's been years since I did host one. Wow. But I've wanted to for a while. There's the vestiges of the game that I used to play pretty regularly. Most of them have moved away. That's why we kind of can't have the game anymore. Hmm. But having some additional players would really help. Oh, wow. That'd be fun. And nothing crazy. Like, we're talking like a, a $20 buy-in maybe. James, or something money like is of no object. Oh. What are you, Michael Jordan? Over here? You're like, I'm like, you're like, whatever scares you, dog. Whatever scares you. Go ahead. So you've seen Christmas Vacation, classic Christmas. Absolutely, Vacation, of course. There's a scene where, uh, you know, the cat is like sort of uh, explodes in the electrical yes. you know, storm under the chair, and you yes. see the underside of the chair. There's cat hair everywhere. Yeah. I was on a high last Well, it's not, I wouldn't say it's, I mean, it's cat hair, but it's It's also- the outline of the cat's uh, carcass. The cat's roasted into place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, There's a lot of like hair. Singed. There's there's some singed hair. A lot of singe. So I'm on a high. So it's a cat hair thing. It's a cat hair thing. I'm I'm, I'm on a high. We all had a great time. I say goodbye to Brett. Jade and I get in the car. I sit down. I know where this is going. As I'm getting ready to turn on the car, and you can testify to this, I just looked down. Mm -hmm. I kid you not. It looked as if I sat on a cat and the cat exploded mm-hmm. under my ass. Mm-hmm. There was more, there was enough cat hair mm-hmm. on my friggin' seat in the car mm-hmm. to literally create a whole brand new cat from scratch. Yeah. To literally put hair on it. It was, I needed three rolls of lint roll to get rid of all that cat hair. Now, I'd like to just note that the cat in question, I believe, is on camera right now. Hey! Think, <laughs> that is so cool! I think you can see Beans on camera. Hey, Beans! You're be- uh, by the way, this is no disrespect. Your hair is beautiful. I just didn't want it all over my car. Right. I understand. I think she probably would understand. Yeah. She could understand. But, but it was out of control. Jada. It was, it was bad. Yeah. Out of control. And, and look, I'm not even going to dispute that. I think what happened there was um, I made that. So here's my explanation. The studio, so to speak, that we recorded that episode from was the front porch, which has that tiny little kind of like, um, what would you call it? Folding table or small table. Yeah. Uh, that can comfortably sit a couple of people, but Brett had to be on the couch, love seat, whatever you want to call it, because he wouldn't comfortably sit, and it's got nothing to do with his walrus. <laughs> he wouldn't comfortably, <laughs> no one would comfortably fit. Good save. Around that table if it's yeah. just more than the two people. So um, I knew we had the two seats out there, one of which is like kind of the low sloping black chair that I sat on because I didn't want to force you to sort of like have to sidle up to the saddle up, whatever the term is, to the table while doing the show. I wanted you to sit comfortably. Very nice. Of course, I neglected to think through the fact that that blue cushion that you sat on is where Bean sleeps more than often. Wow. 
It was well, out on that. I, well, I literally sat down. I mean, it was like an explosion. I don't know how, how I didn't even see it on my ass, but yeah. an explosion of cat hair. Yeah. It was out of control. Right. I, I've never seen anything like it. And we had a, ca- a house with like six, seven cats in it. One well, day. that seat, as a matter of fact, I would say if Beans is out there on that front porch, she's sleeping on that cushion. That's so cool. So I just thought you'd find that fun to tie the two episodes together. I literally thought to myself that I wouldn't be surprised if there's a complaint at some point <laughs> concerning the amount of hair really? that was deposited from that chair. Now, That's, look, this one's not necessarily going to be that much better. Well, I noticed she was on it when I was getting her to sit down. So right. I'm going to have Gated Jada do like a, a, an ass check for me before we leave. Okay. All right, good. Yeah, it's all good. And not in like a proctologist way. No, no, like we'll just a, do like a surface of the pants. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that was the story. I'm, all I'm right. done with that. We can move on. That's okay. Apology accepted. So we go from cat hair to sneezing. Which makes sense, right? It's a natural transition. So I, every day, I get up at uh, 5 a.m. so that I can work on this newsletter that I do before I go into my main job, which is, you know, not something that is a crazy thing. I willfully do it. I think it helps me with my main job because I'm kind of staying up on, like, national stories before doing local news most of the time. But um, I'm up earlier than Chris. So... One day recently, I guess it was maybe 5.30, 5.40 or something like that, I, you know, I was overcome with some sneezing mm-hmm. while working in the other room on this newsletter. So I must have sneezed, I don't know, four or five times or something like that. And I'm not exactly a silent sneezer, oh, you know, like it's, yeah. a, it's a, it's an achoo. Sure. You know what I mean? It's an aggressive achoo. But I mean, it's, it's a, it's an instinct. I'm not like choosing of course. to do that, you know. So it woke him up and he wasn't pleased. Ah. Oh. And I heard him, like, after I sneezed, I heard, like, an aggressive, like, turnover in the bed, in the room. Because I I work in the room next to our bedroom. Do you know Uh, what I'm saying? At the desk there. So I heard, like, an aggressive rollover. Yeah. Like, like, almost like a how dare you. Yeah. You know? What what time does he get up, by the way? 6.30. And you're up at 5 for this? Yeah. So, and the sneeze happened shortly after? I would say the sneeze was probably, like, around 5.30. Something like that. What do I think of the sneeze? What do I think of the aggressive turnover? What do you think of the aggressive turnover? Um, you know, I, as someone who's certainly um, been interrupted while in a deep sleep and interrupted early, I can appreciate the uh, aggressive turnover. Really? Because first of all, it's not like he's even trying to be rude. He's half asleep. So as someone when they're... To be clear, I just want to make it clear, that wasn't the only objection of disapproval. Like later, while we were walking to the train, it was one of those, oh yeah, and what was that? Like, thanks a lot for like, you know, sneezing and oh. waking me up and all that kind of I stuff. I think well, this has happened before, right? Or this is the first time it's happened. He tends to believe I'm a loud sneezer. Okay. So you've woken him up with sneezes before? No, I don't believe that's okay. ever actually happened. Well, the, the aggressive turn, I can imagine. The conversation, hey, what was that? If it's the first time it's ever happened, I think it's fair. I mean, how he didn't know how this didn't happen before the marriage is another thing. But I think it's a fair conversation. But if you've moved past it and if you have a, a means to potentially um, muffle it next mm-hmm. time, I think that would be helpful for everybody. No one wants to wake up to that shit. Yeah, well, I mean, look, right. I, I, I mean, look, I think it's a bodily function. So I, I think it's a bit aggressive. I find it interesting that you would side with him. Well, let me ask you this question. So this is the big thing that he's upset about, right? Uh So let me ask you this. What if you're asleep uh, and waking up at 6.30 and at 5.30 in the room next over, you were hearing like loud, uncontrollable farts that woke you up? Wouldn't you be a little upset? Well, who is it that's doing that? Chris. Because he's up early doing his business. I would feel bad for him that he was having such a digestive oh, episode. Oh, what a nice guy and you are. hopefully get... No, but I mean like, of course I wouldn't be happy to be woken up. But I'd be very concerned for him because mm. that's very out of character. Oh, interesting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Somebody waking up to, to sneeze or having to sneeze while awake. Yeah, I mean, I, I can... agree with... Alright, so Jada, Jada agrees with you. I Thank you. you. But here's the thing. She because, agrees because with you. He's very dramatic. I'm, I'm dramatic. Very and a little dramatic. And when it comes to, like, his sleep, right? Like very he's selfish. His... Oh, my God, forget I'm very oh, selfish. Man. Very... You know what I mean? In that way, I'm, like, self-centered. I'm not... Like, if she's, like, sneezing... I assume she's fine, and I'll be worried about her maybe later. Okay. But in the moment, it's right. hey, like what the fu- like what the hell is going on here? Oh, like like when you're like doing those you're... ghost noises at night. Oh yeah. Like she's like I'm like in the middle of sleeping, and all of a sudden, <laughs> and yeah. it's not like oh honey, are you having a nightmare? Well, no, no, it's like what the fuck no, is no, that? No. Okay, so look, I'm glad that this is coming up actually because I don't want it to. I don't want to make myself out to be something that I'm not. Okay, because. Chris actually every now and then will have 
like a nightmare of some kind, mm. like where like it's like a ah or like something, you know what <laughs> oh, I mean, like real quick. Poor baby. And it scares the fuck out of me. So like there's been more than, especially like I think if I'm asleep, it doesn't really. But you know, there's times where like you're kind of awake in the morning and you're kind of not. And then, like, the other day, I was, like, you know, I think, like, I had my arm over a meter or something, and, and there was one of those, ah, and I'm, like, oh, what the fuck? Because <laughs> like, it's yes. so fucking startling. Yeah, of course, of course. So I don't want to make it out to be, like, I'm some sort of, like, super caring, because he's gotten mad at me then, like, you know, you should be more concerned. Right. That I'm having a I'm nightmare. being murdered. And I'm like, well, you fucking startled the fuck out of me. Right, right. You know, I wasn't expecting, like, you know. We've been there. Like, action from you at, yeah. like, you know, 520. Yeah. Other than if I sneezed. Right, right. Um, so how about this? Apparently the average penis length has Ooh. grown over the last 30 years. Oh. Oh, or are we? But doctors call it concerning. The reason being is that apparently it's linked to weight gain. Interesting. I didn't yeah. realize weight has any impact on penis. I could open up the article and try. I remember reading it a couple weeks ago where I flagged this. It's something to do with like poor circulation, but then that's somehow, but it's like, it's not, it, at least the argument here is that it's not a healthy thing. Right, right, right. My point is, couldn't they have just left it at that? Couldn't they have just given us that one? Well, yeah. why'd you have to explain it? Right, right. You know what I mean? Like average penis length up over the last 30 years. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, I, you that know, is... I've been around for those 30 years. Yeah, so I, think your, pe- yeah. Like, I think your penis always stays the same size, but the stomach makes it look bigger or smaller depending well, on that's the an interesting. Well, that's an interesting point. Yeah. Right, that's an interesting point. I feel like most of the time you don't think of really heavy set guys as right. like, you know, like packing heat. Right. Because it's like... By the juxtaposition standard, they'd almost have to be like Peter North on steroids or something like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, the listening audience and probably viewing audience, more so probably listening, they'd probably be wondering how much heat you're packing. Are you prepared to share that? You know, what's funny is... It's a fair question. Um, we've actually had an episode before where the topic came up. Not me specifically, but just the topic of like mm. size and stuff like that. And it was pretty wild because it was with these two female friends of Chris who have been on the show several times, actually. Yeah. And they had a lot to say. You know what I mean? And I kind of was just like, I'll let them go. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to the point where one of their boyfriends later found out that they were on. And, and he was like, wait, what was this? And he was all like interested in listening. And she was very embarrassed and all this kind of stuff. Oh. And not to say that she said anything uh, personal because I don't even think they were dating at that point. But, um, yeah, that I don't think I disclosed. So your audience is still in the dark on this. No, and it, you know what's so funny is that I just had the, like, I just had the, like, momentary thought where what are you really supposed to do with that to an extent? Because, like, Howard Stern, for example, very famously for years, has been super self-deprecating about his yeah. member. Right, like he'll always say, like you know, oh, I have a tiny little yeah. Johnson or something like that. Um, and I always felt like that was, uh, who knows if it's true. Right. But I kind of took it as like shtick to an extent. Interesting. Right. It could be. Like I if you're gonna you say know. like, oh, I'm so stupid or something like that or whatever, yeah. if that was your shtick. Jada sometimes says I'm. She's so stupid when I know she's very smart. So she does the self-deprecating thing as well. And to an extent, it is a shtick. So I understand. Right. Right. I just think I just think we should make a decision right here and right now. Do we whether let the audience know whether whether we disclose this to our audience or if we leave it to our <coughs> imagination? Well, first of all, so you're suggesting <laughs> <laughs> you're suggesting that it's like measured. It literally, we would do like a, a fun off the record sort of impromptu measuring contest, and we do honor system on it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, it's, an, it's an interesting debate. I think in some ways it's like theater of the mind, right? We've talked mm. about off air. Yeah. Like maybe you don't want to know. Or maybe you want to leave it out there. Like it's a, it's a mystery to an extent. Interesting. You know? Like maybe people, uh, they want to know, but they can't really know because it's like, oh, it's a mystery. Well, let's, what we could, so Jada wants to keep it a mystery and you might be. And I think she would have some say in the matter, at least as far as you're concerned. Yeah, okay, and Chris, right. Right, so let's just, let's just agree then to not share numbers, but can we at least agree you that think- whatever your number is, I'll probably be 1.5 inches bigger. <laughs> <laughs> no, is that fair? Give me one. Yeah. I'm surprised that you would go, see, I'm surprised you would limit yourself that way. Well, how small could you possibly be? No, because like, I'm surprised you would limit yourself that way and not go like percentage, like that you're not like 25% higher. You know, I was just thinking like for whatever reason of raw numbers on a ruler and that's... 
Because I'm thinking, my guess, I have a feeling on what you would be just taking a good hard look at you. Yeah, see, I, you know, but see, that's that. Thank you, Jada. Oh my God. Yeah, you, know, you couldn't hear it maybe from her mic because it's a little far away from her right now. But oh my God, because it's like you know, you, don't look at me that way. You're right. No, you're right. You know what I'm saying? You're right. But by the way, I let's just let the record show. If our audience is worried about what we're packing, mm -hmm. we got plenty of muscle. Yeah. <laughs> we got plenty of muscle. Everything's. Don't you worry. Yeah. Okay. We're fine. Do not worry about that. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway. I thought maybe they could just leave it at that, yeah. not not add the like, well, you know, it's because of weight gain. It's like I don't know. That was a little a unnecessary. Lot, you know? I agree. Um, so how about this? I was on the subway in New York, and I was standing by the door. So there was a woman sitting in sort of the bench seating right next to me while mm -hmm. I was waiting for the my stop, and she had headphones on, and she was grooving and moving to something. It was a song mm -hmm. that was playing in her headphones. And I soon found out that it was that uh, Dua Lipa song, I've Got New Rules, or I've Got These Rules, I Count Them. Do you know it? You know, because uh, one, don't pick up the phone. Yeah, I know that Jada knows it. Waiting alone. I don't two. know what it is, but she knows so, it. So uh, I've got new rules, I count them. That's the hook. So this woman is listening to that. And when it gets to the hook, at, at not a low volume, she starts belting out oh. the hook. Oh, but I've got new rules. I count them. Yeah. On the subway. Yeah. Oh. And I, I just didn't, I didn't want that. I didn't like that at that point. Yeah. You know, maybe it did a better mood or maybe it did a different time. It's the yeah. morning. So what I did was in my head, I, I sang different words while she was singing it. So again, you don't know the song, but the way it goes is like, I've got new rules. I count them. So I was saying, no, 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 please don't do that. <laughs> Please, please stop singing right now. That's what I just kept doing over and over. And again, thankfully, my stop came up in about wow. two minutes or whatever it was. Right, right. But, but she obviously ran through a couple of these uh, choruses or hooks. Uh, at least two. Wow. At least two. Because the first one, it was just uncomfortably like, oh, I really hope she stops doing that. Like, maybe she's just kind of like lost in thought or something like that. But she carried through with the hook. Wow. And then the second time it came around, that's where it was, no, 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 please don't that's do very that. very aggressive. It was bad. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, Thank you. I, for me, I mean, when I'm in a doctor's office, uh, a subway, any kind of shared space, mm -hmm. I try to be mindful of the people around me and try to. You would use, think so. Use my inside voice wherever appropriate. You would think so. Like I hate like you know someone's in a doctor's office and like they've got a kid and the kid is blasting a video game, right. or they're in the doctor's office and they're talking to one of their friends on FaceTime like really loud. Like I can hear both voices. It's like yeah. can we at least put the phone up to our ear and speak at it using your inside voice? I mean, people are in here like they're not trying to like have headaches listening to your nonsense. The the whole concept of like using any and I'll, I'll be the first to admit that i've been somewhat in violation of this over the last few days because my headphones busted i, I have to get some new headphones so if i'm watching or if i'm on my phone on the train and maybe there's some youtube clip or a twitter thing where i want to see what the audio is what i'll do is i'll put the audio down pretty low and just put it right up to my ear to it's try to hear it yeah you know but yeah i, I really yeah. it's well established at this point that those people are the worst yeah, it's but, just no regard for other people. I mean, and how, how classless is it, people that are on, like, loud speakerphone calls, like, in any given setting? Well, uh, yeah, it is um, quite a lot. You... That was shade. That Wasn't was... it? Shade. No, All right, shade I just like to make it clear. Shade. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Jada. And that was a that was a key observation because I didn't want to just let that go. Um, <laughs> for if you're just listening to the audio portion of this, Evan did sort of a strange side-eye glance towards Jada when that topic was being kind of hammered home. So would you care to expound on that? Uh, sure. Jada is great. I, first, I love you very much and I always will. And she's normally very, very good about all this. Her family, and maybe it's a generational thing, but her entire family, there's really hardly ever any like pick up the phone and just talk. Mm -hmm. It's al It's almost always got to be FaceTime. It's just how they are. They love each other. They're a very, very close-knit That's nice. family. It's actually quite nice it in is. a way. And it's... it's Almost every single time, wonderful. I just recalled in that moment you said that maybe one or two times in our entire two and a half years, uh -huh. where maybe we're sitting in a, a bagel shop, maybe wrapping up the breakfast, and I'm sure. get, we're getting ready to leave. And it's hot like, bagels it's, abroad. 
No, this was uh, Sunrise. Oh, okay. We've done that one too. Where she gets on the phone maybe to say hi to her mom. Does you know, good afternoon. What's up? What are you up to today? And I, it was just the one time in two and a half years mm. where uh, that I can remember mm-hmm. where it was like it was a FaceTime one, and you know her mom's very loud, and they're both yapping, yapping at each other like about all this nonsense. And I'm sitting there going, "Gosh, I'm almost like a little embarrassed. Like this seems like exactly what I don't want to be involved in." Right. So I politely excuse myself to go outside and wait for the conversation oh. to be done. Yeah. But I just had the quick moment. I probably shouldn't have given her that look. Sure. Because she's normally very good, and it only happens like in the car, in my house. It's all great. And I'm not one of those people. I always have my hands. Yes, she's good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Me. Yes. And She's not obnoxious. You know, and look, when, when mom calls, you got to answer. Yes. I mean, come on. I agree with you. That's what But to your to. point. Or sorry, Wendy, when Wendy calls. Well, the, well, when my mom, Wendy calls. Yeah, my mom. <laughs> but, um, but no, it's she's not the guilty parties that we're How is to. Wendy, by the way? How is Wendy? She's, what I would say, happen if you called her right now? She would probably tell us um, what she might be up to today because last... Well, you probably should. You should text her first because it's live, so it wouldn't be right to just put her on blast. I don't have any problem putting her on blast. Um, she listens to every episode, by the way. I, I mean, usually I know that she does. She still checks out everyone? Every single one, yeah. She's big a fan, fan of talk radio. She's a big fan of our talk radio, your talk radio. If, to the extent that it could be called that. I think it is that. I guess. Right? I mean, it's not on radio anymore, right? There's no FM or AM involved. I suppose that's true. But uh, it's certainly talk. We're talking. Where we are talking. Some random musings. Did you hear about Roll? First of all, how do you pronounce his name? Is it Rolled Doll? Roll. Oh, I think it's Rolled Doll. Rolled. Rolled. Like like rolling it up, like rolled. I think it's. I think it might be Roll without the D. Rolled Doll. Oh, just Roll. There's no. Because I don't think there's a D at the end of it. Is there? Is there a D at the end of it? Yeah, roll, R-O-A-L-D. Roll, so then maybe the D is almost a little silent. Maybe it, maybe it, it goes right into, into the D. Because I always thought of it as roll doll. So I guess the, you're saying the last name as you're finishing the first, so the D is sort of combined. Yeah, right, okay. The roll doll. I did hear that there was some kind of potential deal on or idea on the table that books might be changed. But so they're changing, not. well, no, they're, they are changing them, but then they're also going to offer the like classic version oh. that'll have everything that's the same. But one of the things that I just wanted to note about that whole controversy is that they're getting rid of in the in the sort sort of you know updated versions, they're swapping out the word fat. They don't want the word fat in there, mm. right? So instead, they're using enormous. <laughs> is that really? better somehow? Really? Is that better? Like, I'm sorry. If I'm talking wow. to so-and-so or someone's insulting me or whatever, and they say, dude, you're fat, it'd be like, well, you know, that's hurtful and that I don't like that yeah, but yeah, whatever yeah. but could you imagine if some of your fighting was you dude you're enormous <laughs> you know what I'm talking about like if, wow. if you ain't like like somebody caught you at a time where like maybe you weren't looking your best and maybe you just had wow. like a piece of pizza and there was some sauce on you or something like that kind of a little slob like yeah. and someone says to you you know you're fat you'd be like well you know you're right I got to get in the gym I really got to watch what I eat you know I got to be careful yeah. but if somebody says you're enormous right and belly fat is almost it's hard to come back. It's hard to come back from enormous. Right, right. Like if you're enormous, I feel like you have like even like your arms are fat. You're you like the friggin' uh, State Puff Marshmallow Man. Exactly. Wow, that's pretty funny. And like you, know you have words? to buy a second airplane ticket if you're yeah. Enormous. That's that's yeah. And you wow. can't say obese anymore. That's offensive. Why not just choose big? I guess they decided that just didn't do enough. I mean, they, they, <laughs> you can't go from fat to big. Wow, I feel like the person... Dude, you're, dude, you're big. The person who oh, made... Oh, actually talking about... Oh. Yeah, the person you know who did saying? the word change, they were like, God, they weren't on board with it. They're like, fuck, I don't want to have to change this. What is not offensive like fat, but could still be deemed offensive? You're That's right. They, you're right. The, the one, so they had all these different things they did, right? Like where they, they took away like the, the race of certain characters and like they, they made some women that were men and all this kind of stuff, but they left the fat thing up to this one guy. It was his... <laughs> Yeah, that was what he was in charge of, and he was like, well, "How do I fight it back against this?" You know what I mean? Like the culture war. I gotta, you know, carefully, surreptitiously do this. Jada, what would you rather be called, fat or enormous? You're neither, by the way, but of course, but fat. Yeah. Okay. So we're all on the same page. I'm telling you, I mean, enormous is pretty damaging. That is that is rough. Uh, John Fetterman is in the hospital, or is he's being treated for depression, which is which is brutal. Did he have a and recent um, like stroke or? Something so he had a stroke last. Uh, summer while he was campaigning for the we're talking right. about the Pennsylvania senator obviously when he was campaigning for the primary yes. he had a stroke 
And then after the State of the Union, he had to go into the hospital because he was having like seizures or something like okay. that, or he, he was lightheaded, that right. type of stuff. So um, anyway, I just, and it's 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 potentially mean. We'd just like to apologize, okay? Like I, yeah. I know fam, I have history of depression in my family. So I'm not trying to in any way talk shit on like, you know, seeking out treatment or the importance of like dealing with depression and all this kind good of stuff. Good intro, that was good. But the fact that like John Fetterman is sort of like really struggling to function in a lot of different ways right now, I think, because of the whole stroke largely, probably, and then maybe other things that he's dealt with, because yeah. they said this depression's been around for a while. The fact that they're calling his like whole experience stunning and brave goes a little bit too far for me. Okay. okay. It's like all this the stunning and brave. And that's like a really go-to phrase nowadays for the media, but it's like, really? Is this guy like so clearly struggling with all these health issues, holding on to office with his fingernails just because of the whole like democratic majority or whatever the fuck is the reason behind it? Is that really brave and stunning? Like it sounds pretty <laughs> fucking like pathetic and sad. You know what I mean? I mean? Like how about you step down and focus on your health treatment and not disrespect what it is to be a senator? You know, that would be stunning and brave to me. I'm, of course, honored to be in New Jersey, you know, watching the sort of debates and a lot of the stuff going on in Pennsylvania before the vote. Oh, you watched the debate? Um, clips of the debate. I didn't sit down and watch Oof, the whole debate. Man, Just was clips. that fucking rough. I couldn't uh, watch watched, that much of it. You watched most yeah, of it? Yeah, we did it for the, we did it for okay. the, uh, for the newsletter. And, okay. um, so I wanted to at least watch. And I like, I went into it hoping that it wasn't going to be what it was. Okay. Like, I didn't want to see this guy like struggling to fucking talk. You know what I mean? Like, it was yeah. awful. Well, like, you know what? Look, the, we are a democratic society, right? The voters spoke and the voters wanted him. And that, that's their prerogative. They live in Pennsylvania. Right. It did seem, though, odd to me as an outsider when I just see these I mean, two the, people. I mean, the, the democratic voting apparatus in Philadelphia also spoke. Well, you know, it's, yeah, it's um, ultimately a, a lot it comes down sometimes to just the party lines and what you stand right. for. But right. when you just look at the two people, yeah, it did strike me as... As um as odd to see what I felt was just um a real sort of gap between these two people in terms of the cognitive yeah just like functionality just, like, yeah. I mean, like and I don't think Doctor Oz said anything that was like that crazy conservative or anything you know what I mean it's just I was surprised that um, let's just say this the election night when I saw he was down and didn't really stand a, a, a decent shot at winning it just surprised me I was like wow okay. honestly it would have surprised me if not for the fact that. Democrats just have it down in Pennsylvania, man. They just have it down. They stuff the ballots in Philadelphia, Pittsburgh. Oh shit! All there the you, oh wow! Yeah, that, there we go. There we got a little controversy there, right? That could be oh, right. controversial. Oh, Jeez. I'm not supposed to do that. No, no, no. no, no I'm just say we already apologized. Stuff, right? We already apologized. Yeah, yeah. That one probably they'll they'll really come for me over. You yeah, can't, that you one. Can't, that might be the worst one. Oh, yet. we only have totally perfect and fair elections in this country. Yeah. <laughs> That's better. That's, That's better. it. Totally, totally perfect. But anyway, let's. I, I do wish, of course, him and, and all of our elected officials well. Yeah, want of course. To we just hope they're doing the job. Exactly. Right? It's just like you know what? Like maybe you need to focus on your treatment. That's it. Um, <laughs> but moving on, uh, you know, New York City. I'm spending a lot more time there now. It really is, in many ways, like a, a lawless hellscape, unfortunately. Mm. And my coworker recently was going into work very early in the morning. And he put his car in the garage there in Manhattan. And he, he walks out of the garage and all of a sudden he gets hit in the head with an object. What? And he, and he looks up and down. It was one of those big traffic cones. Uh, a homeless guy, who knows, schizophrenic, whatever it may be, had hurled one of those huge traffic cones. No way. At him, hit him. Oh. And then they kind of both had like a momentary, like, what just happened standoff type thing. The homeless guy sprinted the other way. And he sort of sprinted the other way towards the office. Incredible. And was just not hurt, but kind of like, whoa, what just happened? Like, that was really... Do you know if it hit him with the tip of the cone or the bottom? It was like the base of the cone. Wow. So it was like... That's, that's going to hit a... That's going to... Yeah. Like, it wasn't like he wasn't... Like, he didn't have a bruise or like a, a gash or anything like that. But, it, you know, it wasn't pleasant. And it could have... It was probably filthy. That's so. Ugh. Yeah. Wow, that's very strange. Yeah. So anyway, uh, New York City, you gotta watch yourself. Yeah, well, and you we, always did. You always did, but it's just like there's something to the fact that the city's not fully back from COVID right now. You know, where there's like a lack of almost like um, 
And I don't know, there's also the whole like bail issue where like, you know, even if you get arrested, you're going to get put right back out on the street and stuff like that. Like it's, it's a weird time. I'm sure in, it is. In New York. We've been to the like, city a couple times, concerts and, uh, you know, restaurants. And, you know, we see our fair share of, you know, we'll call them homeless people sort of like shooting up, you know, doing the right, drugs and stuff right. uh, in the, in you know, oh, dude, the, the, it's a little bit uncomfortable, but we've awful. never had any incidents where we well, felt no, weird. thankfully, thankfully, nothing, no, thankfully, nothing like that for me. Also, I have to say, the drug use stuff is just awful because I mean, you see these zombies that are just like so bombed out off whatever it is heroin or PCP oh. or whatever. It's a world I'll never fully understand, and I hope to never, of course, have to experience, but it, it's almost hard to understand it if you've never experienced it, right? It's really hard to understand how it is. you I, could be so addicted to something so terrible for you. Yeah, and, you know, having seen up close and personal a little bit, like with Artie, for example, oh, yeah. um, and hearing him talk about it, too, um, and some of the stuff that I think he connects the concept of getting high to, at least when he talked about it, I think there is a lot of internal trauma that some of those people are dealing with, you know sure. what I mean? Like where there's something that they're kind of like running away from or that yeah. they don't want to have to think about. So they kind of like numb the pain. It's not so much like the joy of getting high, like some thought of like people going out and having yeah. drinks and like doing coke or something like that. It's like people that really want to be a fucking zombie. You know yeah. what I mean? And like, that's why I guess it's something I might and hopefully will never And maybe understand. it doesn't even start out that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's plenty of people I think who don't start out that way, but then the trauma is almost the fact that they fell in that hard. Oh, it, just, it makes me so uncomfortable thinking yeah. about like needles and all that sort of shit. Like, I know. Oh, it's like. I know. Um, all right. Well, how about something to get you angry as opposed to? I'd rather be angry than. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Yeah. So New York City recently announced that they're settling with a group of protesters going back to the George Floyd protests in 2020. Yeah. These people were up in the Bronx. It was about 300 people, and they got kettled. Do you know what that term means? I can't say I do. Okay. So kettling is when, because nowadays, you know, they try to be like more progressive with policing, like riot situations or whatever, protests, whatever you want to call it. And um, they're certainly not going to use like fire hoses or like bring out the dogs or like, you know, the shit that they used to do. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't happen anymore. Even like rubber bullets, I think, are considered like not politically correct nowadays. Rubber bullets do seem pretty cool, though. The idea. Of they are kind of interesting. Right? It's almost like. It like, wouldn't be fun to get shot with one. It's almost like when you're a kid, you're using like those foam bullets. The right. It's a would lot. Use the rubbers. Sure. It's a lot more dangerous. I don't want to get shot by one. But yeah. yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, they, they do this, this kettling thing, which is basically where bike cops on bicycles and like sh with shields and also like nightsticks kind of will like box people in, you know what I mean? Like they kind of like that cause they've told them to move. They told them to get off the street. They won't. In this case, uh, de Blasio of all people had actually had a, a curfew that if you can think back to that, he put a curfew in Was place. It 11? I think so. Okay. So it was after that. It was in the Bronx. They were kettling them in, which means that they put the bikes around them and kind of like walled them off, kept them there for a while until they kind of like chilled out and yeah. then everybody could go. They weren't arrested. They weren't like. Yeah. So in essence, people don't like it. The other side of the debate is that it's a civil rights violation because yeah. you're detaining me without actually charging me with a crime. Because they can't get out of that square. Right. Right. Like in other words, like I'm not being allowed to go where I want to go. Yeah. So it was after curfew? It was. Okay. Yeah. At least I think. I shouldn't okay. act as though I'm like a full authority on the case. I okay. know the curfew was in place at the time that it happened. Gotcha. So um, <clears throat> there was a class action lawsuit by this group of about 300 people. And New York City decided to settle with them for whatever number of reasons. But, you know, they settled. So each one of those 300 people are getting $21,500 wow. for that wow. incident. Wow. So, um, I have an idea. Mm -hmm. I think we should get a group together of about 300 people and like march down 7th Avenue yeah. demanding free next season tickets. <laughs> like just, you know, like signs, like, you know, like streamers, yeah. you know, like orange and blue yeah, and like yeah, all yeah. this shit going right by Penn Station, right <laughs> by MSG. Demanding free next tickets. Yeah, I and love then like, hey, hey, ho, ho, we <laughs> will not go. go. Like, you know, like all that, like going crazy. And then they'll be like, whoa, this is fucked up. Manhattan has to move here. They'll do the kettling. They'll do the kettling. We'll get kettled. The all I look, I think kettle off to the side. Okay. Class action. Boom, 21,500. Doesn't sound like a bad day's work. I love the idea. I don't know. The only suggestion I have if it's possible 
Let's cut it down from 300 to 30 if possible. To get, get like a bigger even cut. more? Yeah, get it. unless the class so actually you're using needs... Your, you're using your brain. I'm a finance guy. Unless you we need to have a certain number to file class I action. just feel like in order for them to get the kettling going on, they need the, the, the mass. Why don't I, I Google the minimum protesters for kettling? Maybe it's in an officer's manual. And we'll just hit that minimum. I like that. Right? Yeah. Hit the minimum. And then we could have somebody there, like a representative, sort of explaining officer... Just so you know, we're, it's exactly 200 people. Yeah, well then we have like two assholes call out sick and we scramble. Oh, oh fuck, we're no yeah. And all of a sudden they're just like cracking heads yeah. with the night sticks and shit. Like, oh, no, you guys can't get kettling, <laughs> No kettling for you. You know, like, and then, no. Oh, my Free dicks to get That wouldn't work out. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, not a bad day's not work. Not a bad uh, day's work. Yeah. All right, so we have about uh, 15 or 20 minutes oh, shit, yeah. left. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's okay. do, what's next? So is next up you? is Evan topics. Oh, good. Oh, wonderful. And one of them is Glen Ridge against book bands. Oh yeah, there are a couple Glen Ridge related uh, things. I want so to talk do you about. want to talk about? So Glen Ridge is the town that Evan and I grew up in. Nice little town in Essex County, New Jersey, and um, it's uh, you know much like every other town in northern New Jersey. It's got sort of a blue tint to it. Yeah. Right? And maybe that wasn't always the case, and maybe it's even more so now. But there's this whole controversy going on, or it happened. Happened, yeah, it's done, I think. Where, why don't you explain what yeah, the hell about it? Because I, I covered it for the radio station. Oh, you did? We did. So this, I actually, your audience will probably be surprised to know that I don't have any kind of, I don't think, controversial stance to bring, nor am I angry in any way. I just wanted to share the topic and just pose maybe a question to oh, you. Oh, okay. So Shit. you don't actually have any thoughts on it. Well, no, I do have thoughts on it, but it's not a controversial stance, I don't think. I'm sort of with the masses on it for reasons you understand. There was like a group, there are six books, okay, okay. that were in the uh, Glen Ridge Public Library. Yeah, one of them is school. like, one of them is called like, this book is really gay. Yeah, it's... Uh, not every boy is blue. Yeah, all boys, I got the list right here. All boys aren't blue. Here and queer. This book is gay. It's not the stork. It's perfectly normal. And, you know, sex. The first thing that had me think about bringing it to the podcast is I looked at these six book titles and I'm thinking this is exactly what was in James's, you know, closet. <laughs> he was a baby. These are the books that were read to you as a kid. Absolutely. Yeah. So I thousand percent. So I thought about you, first of all. No, seriously, these are the ones that he was reading. Yeah, that, I mean, Not Every Boy is Blue is actually my favorite, I know. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, because I, you know, they had the little pink blanket, and they said, you know, you can like uh, flowers, you can like right. ponies and princesses and all this he kind of He liked that one the best, he did, but then when he became an adult, this must have been a few years ago, I know you switched and your new favorite became Here and Queer. Here and Queer was like my middle school years, you yeah. know what I mean? Like that was sort of like how I was starting to feel myself a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, what were some of the other ones? Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, I um, I know you liked you liked the content of this book is gay, but you felt it was a little too much. You thought That, that was a little like on the nose. You it thought it was a little, like, little much. Like, yeah. Um, but you certainly appreciated it's perfectly normal and it's not the story because those weren't as aggressive. Right, but do you, the, the one that I really live my life by now... Which one? Yes. Uh, the one you live your life by now. Um, hmm. I would say uh, it's you know no so you know sex. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I figured yeah. it out. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's just sex. Yeah, you know, yeah. sex. It doesn't matter if it's a boy just, or girl. You know, or sex. Girl. But the, anyway, this this um, I guess there were a group of people, a one so person or mother that a, got together. A, a group of parents said that they because I actually interviewed one of them oh, wow. said that they wanted to have the library review these books because they thought they were very overly explicit yeah. in nature, very sexual in yeah. nature. And she says that, now you've been in the Glenridge library before, uh, maybe years, years maybe yes. years ago, yes. but you remember how the first floor, like off to the side, on the right, it's like offices, and then on the left, it's like the children's library. Oh, you know okay. what I'm talking about? I mean, it's the second floor. I just remember the main floor. The second floor is like the real library. Okay. Like if you go up the stairs after you walk in, that's like where like, adult books and like reference books would be. And there's desks up there and all this kind of stuff. But on the first floor, the accessible part is really the children's okay. library. I can just remember seeing inside of the room. I don't remember the break. Okay. The so the children's library is supposedly where they saw these books and they uh, said, we don't like this. You know, we, we don't think these books should be here. So anyway, the library board said, no, we're not going to take the books away. Yep. They appealed it 
And that's when this whole big town thing happened yeah. where you started to see signs on the front lawns the that Glen Ridge against book bans and the local church got involved and made it all this big whole thing. But, you know, my, I found it They didn't get banned, by the way. Yeah, they did not get banned. And I, there was a big thing. Which, I mean, I'm going to even say, I don't really, I don't get down with book bans per se. Yeah. Like, I think the important thing would be to say, you know, any family should be in charge of like kind of what books yeah. their kids do or don't read at what age and say, you know, be on top of what your kids are reading. Yeah. My say, opinion for this But, you is, know, whatever. It's in the library. I mean, you know, yeah. the, Mein Kampf is in the fucking library. Is you know it still? I, I mean, I don't know. I would imagine. I don't like the idea maybe of these kinds of books being taught like in kindergarten or something. That I wouldn't want, right, as, a, as part of a curriculum. I feel pretty strongly that... There's problems there with some of these people that are super into the like transsexual thing and like even like advancing teaching about sexuality and stuff like that. It doesn't have to happen at a young age. It just doesn't. It just doesn't have to happen. Like let the kids be their kids and you should keep in communication with the parents. Parents should be the ones to handle that shit. Yeah. I have no problem. I actually would have voted against banning the books myself because they're not in a school. I thought they were in a school. They're just in a library. I'm going to go as far as to say I don't think any mode of expression should be banned. For example, any book should be allowed to be in a library. Mein right. Kampf, for that matter. Any book should be there. If you right. want to read it, read it. Right. If it's not for you, don't read it. The yeah. book's not going to get up and punch anybody in the face. Yeah. Same I, thing with movies. Exactly. If, I, if something, if someone wants to express an idea, let them express it. If it offends you, don't watch it. But don't force it down someone's throat through a, a school program. And you know That's what else? Frankly, I feel this way partly as somebody who leans more conservative on stuff. I don't like censorship because it's yeah. not going to go my way, okay? Yeah. Like the universities, Hollywood, uh, all these different, you know, journalists, whatever. They're not going to skew in the favor of like conservative content. I love So you know, don't get down with censorship even when it's on that one side because it's almost yeah. going to boomerang on you so hard. All of a sudden like the Wall Street Journal gets shut down or something yeah. like NWA, that. you know, Death Row Records, all the music that like, you know, congressional – uh, folks were getting upset about old video games like right. Sega CD, Night Trap back in the day. It's like, it's a video game. If it bothers you, don't buy it. Don't yeah. buy it for your kids. Don't play it. But it's just a video game. I mean, all these games people are playing now, Call of Duty, all I mean, there's a lot crazier shit out there, and those games are not being banned. So, And I'm fine with that. But let's not just target random shit and start trying to ban it. Let's just leave it all open. I tend to agree. I, I think the more you try to like legislate that stuff, it just doesn't do anything. I don't want anything bad. Like, don't leave you know here and queer and like I like to suck cock on the shelves, but get rid of things like mind comp or whatever the hell we, right. we could talk about. Just let it all be there and let people go through it. Now, what about in terms of things you do or don't want banned? Because I actually don't know what your thoughts are on this. You texted me what your topics were. Mm. The other one was people with the no poop, no pee signs. Yeah. On the town-owned portion of their lawn. So in other words, in like suburban New Jersey, like in Glen Ridge. Yeah. Or here in Bloomfield. I was walking. You have a, a strip of grass in between the actual road and the sidewalk. Yes. The town technically owns the that. The town owns that. So my mom is walking Wooly, a.k.a. Julie, our nice cute dog. She's walking the dog and I'm along for the ride, walking around. And yeah, in Glen Ridge, you've got the person's house, their lawn, then the sidewalk and then the other small strip of grass in between the sidewalk and the street that right. technically belongs to the town. Right, which I just yeah. said. Well, of course. I'm just making sure that the people, I'm doing okay, it the other okay, way around. Okay, fine. Really paint the okay. picture visually. Okay, fine. And we're walking and I'm seeing signs. And my, there are signs on the town strip say, no poop, no pee, with little dog symbols and the no smoke. Right, smoking. right. In my, in my parents' town down the shore, they're fucking ubiquitous. Like every fucking house. I always say, where the fuck are the dogs supposed to go? Of course. So my mom is walking Julian and she goes and she starts hurrying past one of the, the signs that's the, the, and she goes, oh no, we have to keep moving. And I'm like, okay. And then I saw one on the other side of the street and I say, okay, it's first off, it's not their property, right? To be able to say, don't mm-hmm. piss on it. It's the mm-hmm. town's. Mm-hmm. Secondly, what if everybody, what if everybody put those signs out? Now let's be clear. Dogs can't read. Dogs also can't necessarily control themselves as well as humans. They're not looking for specific patches of grass. So the dog can't see. So now it's up to the owner to drag the dog along. But dogs aren't sitting there again saying, oh, can I piss here? Oh, no, this one's got a sign. Let's move on. A dog's going to piss and shit. So what if you're at the start of one of these little lawns? Mm -hmm. The dog pops a squat. 
you now notice that three houses this way and two houses this way all have the signs. Are you going to pick up your dog and run 40 yards to the end zone and hope they don't shit on your arm to plop them down on right, the lawn? Right. What the fuck are you supposed to do? Well, Come I on. don't know. I mean, it doesn't make it easy. That's for sure. But it's just I, obnoxious. I, it, it is to an extent. Let a dog take a piss or let a dog shit. But I will also say this. Okay, not to totally play devil's advocate. It's just that again, tying it back to my experience in New York now. Everywhere I walk in New York, I have to carefully and deftly watch the sidewalk like a fucking hawk, because there's so much smeared dog shit. Oh, that's everywhere. But it's not necessarily you say that. But at the same time, what is the person supposed to do? They picked up the logs. That smear, that shit smear, stays there on the on the if fucking sidewalk. If it's a sidewalk. wet shit, it will, and you got to just hope for rain. You're right. There are some things you just so eat. New York City is just fucking disgusting for many reasons. You but can't that's carry around. You can't carry around a power wash. No, you know. So you know, God bless. You know, at the very least, I hope that people pick up their their animals' feces what about with dog the dog walking lanes in New York City, like a bicycle lane. You know, that would be nice. It would be nice, but then there's not enough street. To no, play. it's all impractical. I, I don't know what you're supposed to do. I don't know either. But um, it's awful. Yeah. Dog shit is a real problem. Look, I look, if someone says, has a sign on the lawn, you know, pick up any shit, of course. You're not supposed to leave shit. That's just rude, right? I get that. But to say to you the know dog... What I, you know what I think I would like? Because hmm. I don't necessarily need... Uh, first of all, definitely the dog can piss, right? Um, it's going to kill the grass if it happens over and over again in the same spot. But, you know, hopefully that doesn't happen. Yeah. But I think I would like a little sign... That maybe was like one of those metal signs, just like the dog ones you're talking about. Yeah. But it would be sort of like one of those old school, like, you know, like the bathroom signs where it's either like men or women, but you yeah. can tell if it's a man or a woman because of the skirt. Oh, yeah. So it would be like an old school drawing like that, but of a cop. So like like, like maybe like a badge or something. Yeah. And it would be, in, in some letters, pick up the dog shit or get prosecuted. Oh, I like that. Just, and then like let them think like this shit's on camera. Yeah, I like that. And I will prosecute. Nothing. It doesn't say anything about pee. Yeah. But if you don't pick up the dog shit, yeah, you will be prosecuted. I have no problem with every single person in the country having that sign on their lawn because you should be picking up shit. But don't don't tell a dog where they can and can't. We need like a cutesy rhyme. You know, like how like you know when you're trying to worry about like uh, teach kids and water conservation and stuff. Yeah. Like if it's if it's pee, it's okay. But if it's brown, flush it down. Yes. 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 We need like a cutesy thing. Like you know like. No one's gonna do anything yeah. if it if the dog pees. Yeah. But if it if it craps and you don't do yeah. what you gotta do. Hmm. We gotta think about that. Yeah. I like I the I mean we don't have time to really vet it out all the way, but like pick it up or get locked up, you know, something like that. Right. I right. Know, something anything. Something it's the best, you like, could use, No, 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 no. That's fine. You could also like you could use urine somehow, like maybe something like Okay. Like you're not you're not in trouble for urine, but okay, poop works. Poop, prosecution. Ooh, oh, <laughs> oh, well, wow. it, it, I don't know if the microphones picked that I up. I hope it did. But there was a rumbling stomach. Wow, and it wasn't either one of us. That I heard that loud. That yeah. was incredible. <laughs> yeah, you know, like that. Remember that country song and the thunder and the thunder rolls. I don't What's know if that? You that song. There's a country song and the thunder no. rolls. That's sort of like what that was like. It was like rolling thunder. Wow, that was through like two layers of clothing. <laughs> Aren't you guys about to go out to eat? We're about we just ate. We're about to go to a movie. Oh, what are you guys seeing? Creed three. Oh, nice. I love the uh, Rocky. I, I'm uh, a movies big I'm and, a big Rocky guy. You know, I haven't seen any of the Creeds yet. I gotta tell you, I didn't see either the first two in theaters. Oh, okay. Liked Creed one a lot. Creed two I liked even more because really? it ties directly into the Rocky movies. Rocky That's right. Doesn't he fight like Drago's son? Drago's or son. Like that? Oh, That's cool. it was so cool. That's cool. I really liked it. I just watched uh, five the other day, by the way. Um, oh, very. Oh wait, Rocky. It was on five? TV. Yeah. Oh, sorry, four. Four, 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 four. Oh, four. four. I gotta tell you, here's a um, controversial opinion. We already said there'd be a lot of controversy. My favorite movie of the Rockies, Rocky Five. That's crazy. Really? I know. I Why? Know. You know, it's the one just like Nightmare on Elm Street Five, uh, which was also my favorite of the night, The Dream Child. Um, it's also very another unpopular opinion. You know, Rocky Five for me was just the one that I was. Um, I grew up mostly on Five. For me, there was something really powerful about the dynamic with his son and how the son uh, and he that there were the, yeah. sort of the bond was breaking and and the idea of the street fight. It all to me felt so carnal and real. It hit me in a different way hmm. than the other ones did. Well, I mean, look, I'm not one to criticize, and the reason for that is. 
Uh, three is my favorite one. Oh, and a lot of people great. don't like three. I think Rare 3 was great. Three, people will like criticize 3 and say like, oh, you know, not as good as the story as, as 2. And, you know, like the, the you know, who cares about Mr. T or whatever. But I, I liked it. Was, I thought it was very good. Yeah. I, was I like might the, even. I love the training montage with him and, and, you know, like when he and Apollo kind of come together awesome. and train in L.A. and stuff like that. that and there's one of the beach runs, right? Those yeah, the beach yeah, the runs. beach runs. You know, I, what, interesting for me, a lot of people say, oh, Rocky 1 was the best. Right. That might be one of my least favorites, hmm. actually. You know, he's like a little bit slower with his voice in that one. It's almost right. like too slow. And he obviously, I don't want to spoil the movie, but you know what happens at the end. Yeah. I understand you don't need it's the Hollywood classic. ending. It's a classic, no, it is. I look, they're all for me. You know, eight, nine, ten out of ten. Yeah. But if I want to, I be can't rude, put one worse. I can't. I can't do. I, I, I'm not saying it is the worst, but for me, it's not going to be top three. I don't think it's top three. Like Rocky Five would be number one. Maybe Rocky Four could be number two, and then number three would either be two or three. I well, think, yeah. Right. But and I'm not counting like Rocky Balboa and all the other. Right, which I like Rocky. Balboa. I liked them all. Quite yeah, frankly. yeah. But uh, anyway, because that's how living is done. Um, <laughs> Adrian. <laughs> all right, so we got a few minutes left uh, before we go ahead and plow into any kind of closing topics. I think this is the time. I guess I should. Jada, do you want to? Ladies and gentlemen, should I introduce yeah, this? But don't be annoying. Ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who are listening, you're about to hear a story told by the love of my life, Jada Monique Richardson, my princess. Sorry, the love of my life. Why you got to shout out? Why you got to shout out her government? Please excuse me. For those of you who are watching, our viewing audience, I want to let you know that you are seeing um, a beautiful, beautiful creature who is wearing a Seaside Heights lifeguard hoodie, a Fila baseball cap, and has got a smile that can melt any heart. Even a gay one, by the very, way. Very, very, A male gay one. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Jada, why don't you take a couple minutes and just tell your brief story about something this we experienced. I love you. Go ahead. I love you, too. So, the other day, we I needed to take money out of the bank. Okay. So, we usually go to whoever's bank is closest. Right. Now, we're talking ATM or... Yes. Uh, yes. Like actually go into the to the teller. No, no, ATM. Okay. So we go to his bank, and we're in the car for a few minutes, and he's like, he doesn't get out, and I'm like, are you gonna go inside and mm -hmm. get money? I'm like, yeah, but I'm just um, I'm debating. I'm like, what are you debating on? And he's like, I don't know if I should take money out. I'm like, okay, do you have money in your wallet? He goes, yeah, I have ninety bucks. I said, okay, do you need more than that? And he goes, not really, but I usually carry $140 in my wallet. I said, okay, so if you have $90 and you want 140 I mean, take out 50 Right. Because that's how math works. Yeah. That is math. I'm pretty good at math, too. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. So he's like, well, that seems pretty lame. Who takes out $50 from the ATM machine? I said, oh. I'm sorry, Bill Gates. Nice. I didn't know that nice. people weren't allowed to take out $50 from yeah. the ATM machine. Right. So he went inside and took, oh, was it like $100? Uh, must have been 100 at least, yeah. For himself because he couldn't take out the 50 Like, And I look, I'm like, this is my boyfriend. Yeah. Like, wow. I was like, do you know like people like struggle? Like people probably go to the ATM and take out like $10. Yeah. The minimum. Right. And... He couldn't go to the ATM machine and take out fifty. So, so he physically, he only needed. Now, first of all, there's a lot of different things that are interesting here. Yes. One is that one hundred and forty thing, because you didn't need one hundred and forty dollars. It's not like you were going to buy like an air fryer that cost one hundred and forty. I needed nothing officially. You like to have one forty. In your wallet. It's my quick amount, you know, this the default quick amount. Okay. For whatever reason, it feels well, like no, just why? Enough. You say for whatever reason, why 140? It just feels enough. I mean, if you go out to a restaurant, for example, uh, and you go out to a place that's reasonable enough, um, after you know you get your nice entrees and your tip, you're looking at, at over a hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. And if it happens to be a cash only kind of place, or if your card somehow is lost or misplaced or doesn't work, mm -hmm. I like I like to think that 140 would cover a nice dinner. Mm -hmm. But anything more than like 200, it's just too many bills in the wallet. Mm -hmm. So 140 just to me felt like a safe middle ground. So he couldn't bring himself to take the 50. The 50, yeah. And I'm like, I it had to be at least. Three digits. Yeah. And that's the funniest thing he's ever... And it's funny. Why I love the story is I'm not trying to be funny. I wasn't trying to... You really to... just are that. There's something about you 
that can't bring yourself to be on like the peon level. It was of just anything below a hundred. It was just so funny to hear her say that because she smacked me upside the head. Uh, to the extent that I realized how elitist it must yeah. have sounded. Yeah. Like I legitimately scoffed at who like who like legit, <laughs> like who would take out fifty dollars? Like what a waste of time. What a piece of shit. Yeah, like and that's why I found you, it so by the way. I'm saying you yeah, yeah, yeah. But I found it so funny because I did I wouldn't have even thought of that. But she calls it out, I'm like, oh shit, that does sound good. elitist. Well good. So you know thank what? you, Jada, for Absolutely. Thank you very much, Jada. That's a great way to uh, uh, close the episode out because you guys have to get going. Uh, I hate to that the, too. To the movie. I'm so sorry. But that's okay. The last thing I just want to say Please. is that, like I said, a lot of stuff with New York City, subways, trains. Um, I'm, I'm back in the mix, right? And I really can't stand some of these masks that people wear on the train. First of all, I'm not crazy about the concept of masks in general. But whatever this like fucking like triangle wedge. Oh, the, the duck mask. And, and they feel, you can just tell that these people think they're so fucking special for wearing this. They're like, oh, I have a P30, ZZ3420, I'm so protected. It's super duper. And then they have the like fucking like rubber band on top of their head or whatever. <laughs> like there's one that goes over the top of their head. Wow. And I'm just like, stop, please stop. I agree, I take the light rail to the and it's very, <sighs> And, and you know, I don't know why, but for some reason, the, the duck one, it's always like this middle-aged white woman with like wispy gray hair. <laughs> Every single time. It's a middle-aged white woman with, oh man. I would just, tell you, it definitely- The um, pointy trapezoid, I really, I struggle with. I that. definitely give it always a second look. Uh, but the truth is, if no one's um, going to shame me for not having one, and if they're not gonna force me to sweat my nuts off in a hot place to wear one, if you wanna look like a duck, then be a duck. All right, but I good. understand where you're coming from. No, you're sure. you're a better person. Not so much when it comes to the sneezing in the morning, but when it comes to the mask, <laughs> you're a better person. All right, heaven's very good. Thank you for joining us. Woo! The most American podcast ever created. Yeah! Woo! The most American podcast ever created. Oh, here's your blessing. Oh, baby. There are six books, okay, that were in the uh, Glen Ridge Public Library. Yeah, one of them is like, one of them is called, like, this book is really gay. Yeah, it's... Uh, not every boy is blue. Yeah, all boys, I got the list right here. All boys aren't blue. Here and queer. This book is gay. It's not the stork. It's perfectly normal. And, you know, sex. The first thing that had me think about bringing it to the podcast is I looked at these six book titles, and I'm thinking, this is exactly what was in James's you know, closet. <laughs> was a baby. These are the books that were read to you as a kid. Absolutely. Yeah, so I thousand percent. So I thought about you, first of all. This has been a flippin' out radio production. The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. You have no idea. Sure, test. Oh, testing, testing, testing. I love you, babe. No, I love you. I'm serious. We're I love going you. Live. What? We're going live. We're going live. <laughs> We're live. Not just yet. Oh. Now we are. Hey! Wow. All right. Nice. Done. Done. Good shit, man. Sorry to be uh, really, like right in an hour, so that was good. Yeah. Not, sorry to be uh, in a rushy, rushy. No, no, no. Actually, because really, I really like it to be just an hour. Yeah. Um, sometimes we let it bleed over to like. Oh my! You do have some hair on you, but it's not as. Bad. Not as bad. Well, it can't yes. be near as bad as that. But you, we should definitely like clean you up. Really? You can't. You can't hit it. Wow. It's not gonna work. Give me your best angle. Nice. This Archer, is. Your, oh my god! I've never best? seen. Wow, it's pretty right? good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, what do you think of the episode? <laughs> <laughs> this is why we need it. This is why we need a camera pro, like an actual camera pro, right? Being like, oh, what'd you think of the episode? <laughs> being like how we end every episode, you right? Be like, I'll be like the tag. Ah, did you like it? I loved it. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah. we had like we sprayed. We had Are you humor. Have that one on?
humor. Thank you. Oh yeah, that was fantastic. Was she good? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that was great. And it was so nice that it was just kind of like we teased it. Yeah. And then if you did listen the whole time, you it's not like we it. said it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. It didn't happen. It was rare. It was. We had so. a little jader. We had some fun, silly stuff. We had some more serious stuff and some slightly controversial stuff. But I thought it was. Uh, and you know I thought it was, was solid. You know that was hard for me because you know I don't like. I I, know, I you like don't want to be. And I can socialize, but like I don't. Yeah, yeah. that's why I moved the mic a little closer. No, to you know what's funny is that, and that's why I'm hopeful that maybe Chris will want to just kind of be here and just see, like, kind of the same way that you kind of like hang out while it's happening, because he's the same way. He's a very social person. If he's at a party or a work event or something like that, but when the microphone's there, he's like, I don't like the microphone, and that's natural. I think there's a lot of people, even people I went to broadcast school with, who I know could do it. Who at first they were like. Oh shit, like the camera's on, you know what I mean? Like, and it just makes it like so much more than it actually is yeah. because, in theory, it's like this big, big audience or something. But I don't know, it takes a while to get used to it. That to me, it was always like when you stop, when you have a conversation and you're not paying attention to it, is when you know you kind of like got to that point. But it takes a while at first, not for this one. I don't he's know so, how to explain he's this. He's so one. good. Yeah, he's a natural with it. And oh, it's funny because, like, he is that guy that in person is also like a schmoozer, right? But it transfers to the to the thing. So. And I think I think going back to that conversation you had about when we first discussed it, when we went to lunch, yeah. I think I knew that. I was like, I think you'd be good if you came oh, on. Like, thank you. Like, I think it's worked out well. We're what, about 15, 16 podcasts in, right? I can tell you right now. Uh, we are, uh, this was number 18 together. Oh, I, I would have said he'd be so great as a TV host.